Wow, did you hear that enunciation? <laughs> Two silent screaming resurrected. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, all our fans. All our fans are here. We're recording live in front of a studio audience yeah, today, apparently. 8,400. Wow, I can't believe my imagination was literally limited at 8,000 people. <laughs> I was about to say, but that's ambitious. I mean, that's ambitious, but also not very big. Like, uh-huh. we, have, we have friends who have, like, hundreds of thousands of the the TikTok followers. True, true. Um, we'll get there one day. Someday, someday. But if you're noticing how great our mouth sounds, mouth uh, sounds. <laughs> ASMR. Um, it's because we are recording live. Well, we're live currently. <laughs> We're recording in person together. <laughs> in person together at the Omni Austin Hotel downtown at their brand new podcast room. Ooh, professional. It's so professional. We have the mood lighting. Mm-hmm. We have it's very like aesthetically pleasing. We yeah, have we'll a be posting some good board. pics yes, on the Instagram. On the Instagram. We have an awesome soundboard with some awesome sound effects. Um <laughs> So I might get a little um, carried away, carried away during this episode. I'm gonna try to refrain, but it's it's just fun. It's it's really cool. Um, really grateful that we have the opportunity to record in this space. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in recording in this space, reach out to me or um, my team at the Omni Austin downtown, and we'll we'll hook you up because it's yeah. super it's super easy too. Yeah, I was a little so nervous easy. what the what the plug and play situation was gonna be like, but we have it all set up for you. All you have to do is bring your recording device your laptop um whatever you use to record and just plug it in mm. it really is that simple and hit record so easy i've never noticed how hard i breathe until right now i'm really like <laughs> stop breathing Patrick. that is the thing this this will not hide any of the flaws <laughs> that's true we also got wine to christen the occasion so oh yes cheers jordan cheers Ooh, Ooh i'm sure you could hear that wow mm-hmm. shout out to my boss sarah bolton She's have to awesome. shout out my boss because um I'm trying to stay in her good graces, <laughs> uh, but she was really great. She made sure we were taken care of. Mm-hmm. Our AV team, Pinnacle, Ty at Pinnacle, did a great job, checked in on us as well. We really, we really know how to pull out all the stops in the hospitality department. So that's true. Shout if you need them. a little nice hotel stay while you're in Austin, <laughs> or if your business needs meeting space, conference space, or if you just want to hang out, I've worked remotely. You can from, work from here mm-hmm. from their little coffee shop before, and yep. they also have the bar. It's like really great. There's lots yeah, of space. We just did a renovation. Um, yeah, it's a great if you do work from home or you work remote and you want to just kind of get out of your normal routine, come get a nice cup of coffee here, mm-hmm. um, some tea, or like you said, some beer, wine, or other cocktails at our bar. True. Um, so yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Stephen King and Children of the Corn and all of that. Fun, corny Shit. stuff. <laughs> we haven't cussed yet because we're in your workplace. So I'm I know. I'm trying to get out of work mode. Work yeah. Mode. Just say some curse words back to... I'm kidding. No, you don't have to do that. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. We're doing our little part two shindig. Uh, Jordan will be asking me some trivia questions about the man, the myth, the legend, mm-hmm. the author, Stephen King. And I'll be asking her some questions about the OG, Ooh, Children OG, of the Corn, OG. and also... Um, giving her a f- couple of fun little tidbits that I Ooh. found on the letterbox. The, the letterbox. I'm like a boomer. <laughs> the Facebook. On the Facebook. Um, <laughs> some funny reviews I found about this movie on there. Great. 
Yeah. Well, I only have, how many did I say? Five six. or six questions for mm-hmm. you. I think I have four and then I have a like four little letterbox sound bites. That okay, why don't you start with one of those then? Okay. I will. I will say also. (laughs) I will. I will. I will say also, I try to look up some uh, nepotism roundup kind of things. And granted, I didn't have as much time as I would have liked devoted to that. But Mm. I did not find anybody conclusively that was a nepotism baby in this film. Wow. And. (laughs) I couldn't find the applause button. (laughs) Like, which one was it? Yeah, I I feel like. any of the Nepo babies would have been like, oh, I really want to be in that Children of the Corn and their their sugar daddy or whoever would have been like, no, no, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. Do yeah, they're probably like, uh, your agent said this is probably not the best move for you. They're like, um, I have a Marvel movie for you instead. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, also, pivot. everyone in the movie, I don't even know this pretty much. I think everyone is Australian. Really? Did they yeah. film it in Australia? I don't know. I didn't see that for sure. I just saw that. I'm wondering if like the casting Australian. agency was based in Australia and that's it's how. Possible. Because you know what I've noticed and I'm probably like, I know I'm not saying anything that's groundbreaking news here, but you know how when you're watching a movie and you're like, hey, that girl was in that one movie with that one guy or hey, that one guy was in that one show with this other person in this mm-hmm. movie. And then you look up the, and I do this all the time and I'm sure you do too, especially on like IMDb. Yeah. You look up and it's like the same casting director for all these different things that you've been watching and I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. They probably didn't even have to audition. They, their agent was probably like, hey, they want you to read for this part. Probably. Sally Sue from the last project you did really liked you and that she thinks you'd be good for this. Man, you know I need what I mean? to get acquainted with Sally Sue. I I know, me too. Damn. Mr. Mrs. She got Sue. the connections. She does. Um, so yeah, they're all Australian. Also on Letterbox, um, if you're not familiar with Letterbox, it's like Twitter, but it's movies. Just movies. You like review movies. It works as a social media kind of platform at the same and time. And also though. kind of like a journal too. Like you can mm-hmm. add movies to like your watch list. Yeah, I've so, been like going back and adding all the movies I've watched like ever. I'm trying to really? remember everything. I'm just scrolling through long lists of movies to click things I've seen. I like to use it for like when I'm watching or when I'm sitting down in front of the TV. I'm like, what do I want to watch? And then mm-hmm. I'll like go through and kind of look at. Because sometimes it's hard to keep up of all the things that are coming out and what you want to watch and what's on your list. Yeah. So it's a really good helpful tool for that as well. For sure. And... Also, one of the consensus consensi is that how you do? Is that the multi, the the plural version of consensus? I thought consensus is plural. <laughs> okay, <And> maybe it <laughs> is. I thought consensus. Yeah, you're right. What am I? I. It's Monday. It's end of the day on Monday. My brain cells are limited. Hmm. Um, one of the things I noticed in the reviews is people pretty much across the board thought that little girl who played Eden was a good actress and. I'm going to say, <laughs> um, I'm going to say again, like for the sake of, <laughs> that's such a long, I, know, break. I love it. Um, I think that she's, um, it, again, a lot of the problems with the movie, maybe, maybe had nothing to do with acting. It could have been direction. True. So I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're right. A lot of people are like, I think she was too good for this film. And I'm like, she felt like she kind of fit in there but that's just my opinion i don't think we should always shit on child actors but there are some situations where i'm like "Mm." and kind of what i was saying in our last episode i do think her intensity was great i do really i enjoyed watching her intensity Mm -hmm. um i think it's really hard to teach that in young actors so i'm 
I would like to maybe see her have a second opportunity and maybe a role that that is the right character choice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find some more I just movies don't think it, with that her was, in it and yeah. see how they go. Let me know how it goes. I'll let you watch it first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, also, I will say in preparation for this, I did end up watching the original Children of the Corn last night after we recorded. <laughs> Wow, our studio audience kind of Thank like you. applauds and claps Thank the you. same every time. So <laughs> they're like so uniform. Um, yeah, so I wanted to watch it. So I had an informed opinion. And I will say before we get started, um, I don't think it was very good either. <laughs> to be fair, I think a lot of the mo- these like horror movies... Even the classics, and I won't say specifically which ones, but I do think you go back and you like. Okay, I'll, I will say one: The Omen. I mm-hmm. don't think The Omen is that good, mm-hmm. but it was a classic because it was groundbreaking for its time. Yeah. So I think that, except for um, Village of the Damned or uh, you know other movies that had these like, creepy kids, I do think Children of the Corn was you know one of the first ones to introduce the world to creepy possessed kids and maybe that's why it was a, a cult classic yeah. when, you know back then or, or now um so i don't know but I, I agree it's not i don't think it's meant most people's favorite yeah. classic horror movie i will say i don't really understand also why they abandoned the original plot from that movie because like the original movie i think the plot was a lot more interesting like mm. having it be oh, like yeah. several years after the kids have already killed all of the adults mm-hmm. and like i think that's just more interesting or if we're going to go back to like the moment that the kids started killing all of the adults, I think it would have been more interesting if we stayed in line with that story and just expanded on that moment. I and agree. Had it end yeah. with the couple showing up, I think that would have been really Ooh, interesting. Yes, I and I uh, kind of piggybacking off of your train of thought there. I think that when you are watching the original Children of the Corn. There's something relatable about it too because whether you're, you've been on like a road trip or you're traveling somewhere that's not familiar to you, you mm-hmm. always feel this like sense of you're just uncomfortable you don't you're just like hyper aware of your surroundings and your senses are heightened in that way so I think seeing this couple travel into this town that they're unfamiliar with and like seemingly innocent children are coming to like say hey what's up but that's not really what happens so no. i I, don't, I think from an uh, the audience perspective i think that we could relate to the main characters in that a little mm-hmm. bit more versus the remake of children of the corn the r- r- remake yeah i feel like <laughs> it feels like dri- <laughs> sorry <laughs> it feels like driving back to east texas which you just came back from it's like all those billboards mm-hmm. that are like repent now or burn in hell for all eternity mm-hmm. call this number and we'll help you yeah like it felt very much like that agreed um but now to get to my point even though i went on a long-winded train of bunny trail that's what we do um he, i like to find a couple of fun uh letterbox reviews okay um like this one that just said from joshua it was indeed a movie <laughs> it was indeed the end that was the whole he's not wrong I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll do one more. And okay. Then I'll okay. Let you go. Okay. <laughs> this one made me laugh so hard. <laughs> this is from, um, I'm going to say it's Eloilo. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. Okay. Um, they just said, the theater kid energy just wafting off of this. <laughs> wafting. The theater kid energy wafting off of this. I'm just going to start saying that in real life, honestly, because <laughs> the that's just kid a really. <laughs> yesterday too i'm like it felt like it was a play it mm-hmm. felt like it was written to be a play 
Yeah. I will say also, I think that knowing that the actor's Australian. Australian. I wonder if that's why so many of the lines didn't sound right coming out of their mouths. Like, they said things like, oh, you, like, oh, come off it. Like, I wonder if it's because they weren't American. They couldn't Mm. be like, that's not something I was saying. Right. Um, I don't know. It's almost like they put the script in, like, Google Translate. Mm-hmm. I know Australians speak English, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like translate like the slang, Australian slang, into American country slang. Yeah, and that's from, the product. Good day, we, mate. To, good um, eye. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, uh, who? Howdy, fuckers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, your turn. Sir. Oh. Let's start with some triviers. Okay, let's do some triviers. Let me pull up my hand done trivia questions. Um, trivia. Uh, today for me is brought to you in part by usefultrivia.com. That's right. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, mine's a different topic. Well, so. Okay, so I so the trivia that I'm going to be doing is just general Stephen King Ooh. information. Mm-hmm. So, question one: What was King's first published novel? And I will give you multiple choice because I'm nice, like quiet. Was it A. Christine, B. Carrie? C, The Shining, or D, Salem's Lot? I feel like a cheater because... Did you see this? No, but because I'm pretty sure I asked Haley this question in our Knock at the Cabin episode. Oh. And the answer was Carrie, right? (gasps) It was Carrie. So, although Carrie was King's technically sixth novel, it was his first to be published in 1973. That was a long time ago. The 70s? Mm-hmm. Not if, well, if you ask my dad, That's they were just years like ago. it was yesterday. Carrie was published 50 years ago. Um, well, we're old. We're getting old now, too. I know. Um, and <laughs> here's another letterbox review from you. This is from um, Jabba the Butt. Oh, I love that, that, that name. Letterbox That's name. clever. And all they said was, and this is only going to land for you if you've seen this terrible, terrible comic. Have you seen the terrible comic that says uh, country girls make do? Uh-huh. That's all it was. Country girls make do. <laughs> there was a lot of corn humor <laughs> happening because that's about the. That's all you, you know, can do. There was one that was like, uh, please um, help me budget this. I need to feed my corn. <laughs> and then there was another, there was like a million like. It's corn. Literally, people just typing out the lyrics to the It's Corn song. A big lump of numbs. It has the juice. And once again, it has the juice. (laughs) Once again, I'll say, we were the original. uh, Jordan's the original corn kid, obviously. Breakfast corn. With breakfast corn. An unreleased um, album that is in our vault that one day we'll release. EP coming soon. We'll put it on TikTok at some point. I need to find it again and then create we'll make a, a little remix. Yeah. Create a little song Breakfast out of it. It's cool. It's more also, of a ballad. I'll to my dad and be like, can you make this into a. <laughs> a That's what you can song. give me for my birthday this year. I will. I'll do that. Okay. Question two What was Stephen King's major in college? And I will give you multiple choice. Oh, thanks. Was it A, crime scene investigation? B, psychology? C, English, or D, European history? I want to say it's not going to be English because that feels like the obvious choice. So I'm going to say it's psychology. Interesting, interesting. But it's wrong. 
I love this thing. I just want to carry a little pocket size one around and just oh play God, it in real life. Play um, so that is incorrect. Um, so in June of 1970, King graduated from the University of Maine with a Bachelor of Science degree in English mm. and a certificate to teach high school. Oh, so he did get an English degree. He did. Mm. Lame. I should have gone with the obvious choice. You should have. Hmm. Um, hmm. Last little um, letterbox review, and then I'll move into the Children of the Corn OG trivia portion. Okay. Um, this is from Maria Maria's RNT. M-A-R-I-I-A-S-R-N-T was their username. I don't know if these people are ever going to hear it. I don't, I don't, whatever. Um, they just said, on the plus side, it will remind you that all the movies you've seen before aren't so bad. <laughs> it was a very humbling experience. Mm -hmm. It taught me a lot about life. And it also gave me the confidence to believe that I can make a movie also. Yeah. And we should. Yeah. We still should. We should. We're both great actors. We haven't used that tool. You're in a, a great while. writer. I I can if I get my ADHD in check. And I'm kind of like Leah Michelle. I can't really read, but <laughs> I will act the hell out of that scene. Leah Michelle, if you listen to our podcast, um, we're sorry for insulting she you. She trolls on herself too. She's in on the joke. It's okay. That's true. It's, it's fine. okay. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we should we should make something at some point. I have a, a, a like ten scripts floating around in my head. I just have to put them onto paper someday. I need to write a short film, and then we can do it. You need to Alexander Hamill that and write all those letters. <laughs> Alexander Hamill that. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> I love when you say things and don't realize you just said them. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was. Um, I made myself laugh. Okay. Question number three. Mm. King used his secondhand typewriter so much that he eventually broke off which key? I'll give you multiple choice. Is it A, the space bar? B, carriage return lever? <laughs> I've, ne I've never actually used a typewriter for this. That's like the thing that like moves the yeah, like, line, right? Doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. Yeah. C, the tab key? Or D, the letter M? For murder. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to guess, just because of my behavior on the computer, space bar. Because, like, I'd be hitting that shit hard. <laughs> wow, I'm real bad today. <laughs> Luckily, we're not taking shots because we're at Jordan's place of employment. That's so true. That's... I'd be wasted by the end of this. Yes. Um, so that is incorrect. In his early days of writing, King would rattle away so furiously on his secondhand typewriter that the letter M mm. eventually broke off and he had to write in the missing letters by hand. But, you know, to your point, you're saying the right answers first and yes, then you're and going with for murder. For murder. Mm. Yeah, I thought I was truly joking because, like, I feel like M isn't a letter that you use a lot. But I guess if you are writing about you would use it a lot. Murder. Homicide. Homicide. <laughs> Monsters. Demons. Salem's lot. Mm. Pet cemetery. Carrie. Mm. Carrie. <laughs> Children of the corn. My love corn. <laughs> Um, okay, now I'm going to ask you some trivia questions about 
the OG film, Children of the Corn, which Yay. came out in 80, I didn't write it down, I think seven. Okay. Which also you. did not get good reviews. It had like an IMDb score of like five point something, which is like no way, no. But for horror, I mean, I feel like that's But pretty the people standard. that are leaving those reviews are not the people that went and saw it originally. That's true. Them them be the, the movie assholes mm-hmm. of today. They just like to troll. It's that's kind of true. like Yelp. Like you really only go out of your way to leave a review if you hated it. I try to write positive Yelp reviews as much as I can actively think of doing it mm-hmm. because the only negative reviews for Yelp I've ever written were for Taco Bell and... For a restaurant in downtown Austin that I think I've told you I wrote a negative review for it. I won't repeat it just in case they ever listen to us. Okay. And I've been there since then because a friend had a birthday there and I was like, I guess I'll go. They had their birthday at Taco Bell? Yes, at Taco Bell. Hmm. Hmm. I won't go back to that Taco Bell location. (laughs) Fuck that place. I was stuck in that drive-thru for three hours. Two hours. The one off Guadalupe? No, no, no. It was the one. I don't know what street that is. It's like by the Target on... Off 35, you know, like North uh-huh. North Austin, that oh. Target. There's a Taco Bell behind Target. And oh. the drive-thru is one of those ones where, like, once you're in it, you can't get out. Oh. And it was like... You're committed now. It was after midnight, and I had worked at South By. And I was like, I just need, like, a bite. And just I went in that line, bite. and I literally cannot exaggerate more. I was in there for two hours. <laughs> I wanted to die. That is terrible. It was awful. That's actually traumatizing. I would have gotten a lawyer and sued them for <laughs> From emotional... the Taco Bell drive-thru? Yeah. What is mm. it? Emotional damage? You know, they got rid of both of my favorite items there anyway, so I don't really go to Taco mm. Bell anymore because why would I even go up? There's not a fiery actually, Doritos Locos taco and a shredded chicken burrito. Those the shredded chicken burritos, I, were, I, I actually cried when I found out because I, I went there so to get sad. one and they were like, all they have is regular chicken and i got a shredded myself and a bean and cheese who wants bean and cheese no yucky their beans also are just gross anyways another bunny trail that we love to get on (laughs) i'll start with an easy question cool um again i got my trivia from imdb and usefultrivia.com okay where does the film from 87 children of the corn take place i have multiple choice if you need it my heart says Nebraska, but I want the multiple choice. Mm, your heart is interesting. A, <laughs> Illinois. Okay. B, Montana. C, Kansas. Or D, Nebraska. Dang it. Well, now I want to say it's Kansas. The corn state? Isn't that what can- I don't know what can- <laughs> I thought Nebraska was the corn state. I don't know. Kansas is where Dorothy was. I've been to Kansas twice and I hated I, it a lot. <laughs> Kansas. Nebraska. I got some great family there, but. I'm going to go with Nebraska. Final answer? Yeah. You're correct. <gasps> I really wanted to be able to push the womp, womp, womp. I think I should get double points for guessing it without the multiple choice. Yeah, if we were taking points, you'd have double. There you go. Thank you. You got it. I got it. My turn. Let's see if you can get this one. Okay. Let's see. Where was I at? Um, okay. <clears throat> okay. Trigger warning. Ooh. No pun intended. <laughs> um, because it features a school shooter, <laughs> which book has King let <clears throat> sorry, which book has Stephen King let fall out of print? Ooh. Is it multiple choice? I can give you multiple choice if you need it. <laughs> I don't think I know. Ooh. Gerald's Game is A, B, Rage, C, The Dead Zone, 
Or D, the long walk. I'm going to be honest. I've only ever seen anything to do with Gerald's game, so I know that one's not correct. Okay. that That's true. Um, you said dead zone. So rage, long... dead zone, and the long walk. Rage just sounds right to me, so we'll go with rage. That's correct. <gasps> Yay! I would push a little applause, applause thing, but I feel like that I'm so being annoying with it. Um, so yeah, it's annoying when you pass it for me, but not for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to pass it anymore. Published in 1977, Rage features Charles Decker, a disturbed high school student with authority problems mm. that kills one of his teachers and takes the rest of his class hostage. Uh, since the plot resembles actual events that have transpired since its publication, King no longer wanted for it to be in print. So yikes. Yeah. But also makes sense. I had never heard of that, that book. Yeah. I haven't either. King also, his writing to me is sometimes just like very questionable. Mm. I think mm -hmm. we talked about that last time. He has mm -hmm. some weird, Choices like, do you know in the original Children of the Corn, like the short story, do you know how it ends? Do you know the real ending? I thought they tried, don't they try to get away and they get in a car crash or something? No. So oh. in the original ending, Where did I get that? the children, I think, recapture or Vicky, his wife, oh, okay. and crucify her. Oh. And he finds her. And he goes to run away in the field. <gasps> and then... All of a sudden, all the corn closes in around him where he can't get out. It's gone. And the corn demon kills him. And then the demon is mad because the demon hmm. had to kill him, Bert, himself, instead of the kids doing it for uh. him. So as a punishment, his new rule is to take the age from 19, like, you know how they all sacrifice themselves right. at age 19, mm -hmm. to 18. So everyone who's 18 now has to go walk into the corn and commit suicide. <gasps> He bumped a year off of their lives. Mm -hmm. Which includes, in the book, Malachi, who's mm -hmm. not dead in the actual book, who Eli? has to kiss his pregnant seven or 16 or 15-year-old girlfriend goodbye and walk into the woods because he's 18. <gasps> and that, to me, was a little bit like, mm. my next question. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. What do the children call the adult couple who have just come into town? Do you need multiple choice? Okay. I'll, you yeah. can guess it if you don't. I The outsiders, but I want the multiple choice just okay. to hear my actual options. Okay. You have A, outsiders. Did I say that? You did. Oh, my God. B, unbelievers. Oh. C, outlanders. Or D, outcasts. I So I thought it was outsiders, but now that you said unbelievers... I feel in my gut that that's correct. When you said it, I was like, that's it. Final answer? Yeah. <laughs> so the Outsiders? It's actually Outlanders. Isn't that a TV show? Yes, apparently. Is it based off of the people? I don't know. It must be because none of the people in that show are part of Children of the Corn. That, there's a lot of people who aren't a part of that. <laughs> Oh, I meant to do kids. <laughs> um, it was kind of a trick, though, because there are at least two references in the movie. I think Isaac says it one time, and the girl preacher, oh, Rachel, Isaac. says one time, uh, unbeliever. They call them unbelievers, but they don't call them that, like, at them. They're like, mm -hmm. catch the outlander, is what they keep saying. Outlanders. 
Interesting. Okay. That was one I thought for sure was not correct. Hmm. Okay. Very good. Good to know. Now I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is the last one I have. Okay. What is Stephen King's longest book? Do you need multiple choice? Why did I put a T at the end? <laughs> <laughs> multiple choice? Um, <laughs> yes. I like multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> it's, is it A, Under the Dome, B, The Stand, C, It, or D, 112263? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a... That's a date, 112263. That's that. They made it into a. They did, but it was just. I, I didn't like it. I never watched it. Oh, I did watch it. Mm. Um, My gut, for some reason, says, and I might be wrong, but it's okay. I, I want to say The Stand. Final answer? Yes. <gasps> I don't know why. I'm pretty sure my friend showed me her copy and was like, this is Stephen King's longest book. Wow. Look at Haley just coming in clutch. It wasn't Haley. Thought, oh. It was a different I just assume friend. you only know one friend with books. <laughs> yes, I only know one friend who reads. <laughs> All the rest of my friends are illiterate like us. <laughs> I do read. I have books at home. I just need to open them. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I do as well. I do have, a, I actually have a bookshelf. I think Ooh. I have a total of like of seven books on there. I have a lot of books. Have I read all of them? No. Well, it's aesthetics. aesthetics. Um, so, yeah. So the, the longest book he, he's, hello. <laughs> the longest book he has ever written is called The Stand. And it was originally published in 1978. Um, so he was warned that the book's size would make it too expensive for the market to bear, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. As a result, he cut back 400 pages. So I don't know why he gives it to me in words, but in case you want to know, it's 150,000 words from the mm-hmm. original manuscript. So in 1990, an unabridged edition was published, billed the complete and uncut edition. And this became the longest book published by Stephen King at 1,152 pages. That's a no for me. Wow. That's gonna the be longest a no for me. thing I've ever written was like 10 pages for college. Yeah. When they're like, oh, it has to be four pages front and back. I'm, I'm like, like, no. no. <laughs> Single space. You remember Jordner's class? We had to write. Did you take that class? Mm-hmm. Masterworks? We had to write that like 10 page paper. Yeah. Mine was, I wanted to die. It was bad. Yeah, I blacked that out, but yeah, I was like that didn't happen. Um, I have two questions left for oh. some reason. I don't know how we got off like that, but. I'm probably miscounting. <clears throat> Excuse me. How old was the actor who played Isaac at the time of filming? Hmm. I do have multiple choice if you would like it. Isaac. And Isaac? he's the main one, or is that Malachi. Malachi is the redheaded fuckboy who like wants to kill everybody and beat everybody up. Isaac was the like cult leader. The with cult the hat. leader. Okay. The okay. little guy. I would like multiple choice, please. Was he A, 12, B, 16, C, 24, oh. or D, 27? Oh. So I feel like the reason that we have this question is because he's probably older than he looked. Mm. What was the first age you gave me? 12. Mm. Oh, was he 12? Trying to remember what he looked like. I feel like he looked pretty young. He looked like he could be about 14, 15 to 16 ish. If he was 12, I'd be impressed. 
But, I will say his appearance, like, looking at him, I was like, he could be 8, he could be 10, yeah, he could be 12. I wouldn't know. 14. I don't know why I want to say 24, but I feel like that's not right. Hmm. But I'm going to go with 24 anyway to keep it spicy. Final answer. Yes. Wow. That is shocking, though, because he does not look like he's even close to being in his 20s. Yeah, so he had a, a condition. I don't. I did not write down the specific condition. It was a growth hormone disorder. Okay, so he just looked a lot younger. required him, made it to where he didn't really ever get over five feet tall, so he was always pretty little. Oh, um, okay. And he's still a working actor. He retired really? for a bit and came back. He makes a lot of appearances at horror cons. Cool. Um, he's, like, apparently loves it. He, like, loves going to horror cons and, like, meeting fans and stuff. And mm. I think that's – I love that he loves that. And I, yeah. I think he was great in the movie. I think the one good thing about the original is I don't think any of those performances were bad. All True. those child True. actors were good. Because you see what I'm saying? They're playing totally different than when Eden played. Like, mm-hmm. the style of which they were very much like, we are the children of the corn. Well, I also feel like they played it, like – they played off of the like religious fanaticism, which is so much scarier than it like is. some kids who are just like, yes. man, I'm gonna kill some people because there's a demon in the yeah. corn maze. Demon in the corn maze. For some reason. Um and one last We are the <laughs> children of the corn. Children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> what was my uh pitched up See, this I is so fun. We needed we needed podcast interface because I know just, just to crazy. just to annoy the shit out of our listeners. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and I have one more question. Okay, I'm ready. And I didn't write down multiple choice, so you just got it. Okay, I try to know. Okay, got it. The young child Sarah has a supernatural gift mm. where she can draw things as they happen across town or before they happen. Mm-hmm. What does her first drawing depict? This is a toughie. A car. A car? A car with a couple. Hmm. <laughs> Final answer. I'm sure. Ah, uh, what is it? The first drawing was at the, pretty near the beginning of the building, right after the kids massacre everyone in the diner she draws oh. the front of the diner with all the kids with knives oh and like dead bodies and whatnot in the streets that's it that's what I what a buzzkill so depressing that is really depressing that's the thing like things like that i felt like that was so compelling and interesting yeah and like had they revisited that with the new movie yeah. and made it instead of like i know i know we hate a reboot like, I know reboots are only good if they really approve upon the Yeah, but the if original. you're going to reboot it, at least stick slightly to the original storyline a yes. little bit. Or, like, the they could have, because the original's dark, but, like, for its time, like, we've gotten so much darker in the horror genre. I'm like, yeah. imagine if they had done a similar story, but just given it the dark edge and the, like, special effects and camera work of 2020, 2020 when it came out, you know? It yeah. would have been so good. At least watchable. There's so much stuff you could have done with it. They could have had the original ending from the short story, which would have mm-hmm. been even more fucked up than mm-hmm. the... And then it would have made Stephen King happy because he wrote the original script. For I wonder what the, Stephen King had to say about this. I don't know, but I know he hated the original movie. Do you know that? No. 
Yeah, there was some, I haven't read all the trivia about it, but he, um, so he wrote the original script for the movie. Right. The producers rejected it and said that he clearly, like literally there was a quote that was like, he clearly doesn't understand how to write for a movie and only knows how to write for a book. So like he, cause he had written it pretty much to follow his story and they were like, this is too dark. Like you can't have the main characters dying at the end. You have to have hope at the end, all this stuff. And they Kill basically like rewrote his entire script to make it like positive at the end and to undo a lot of the like more fucked up parts of the movie, which I'm like, mm. that's why I think it performed so poorly is because it was mm. too like, Hopey. it was too easy for them to get mm-hmm. away at the end mm-hmm. and stuff. And like the other reason why it didn't do well was because this, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but the CG is like really bad. I haven't seen it recently. There's like some weird CG shit, like this weird light thing that happens, like when the demon is like taking over bodies, mm. it like looks like they literally made it in like Microsoft Paint. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. There were a lot of scenes that were originally planned to be shot that were cut because Stephen King in retaliation for not getting to use his version for the film requesting it in an advance that required them to cut the film's budget by about five hundred thousand dollars and back then that was like yeah a, a huge lot. portion of their that's they, a lot today they were like for me originally budgeted i think over a million something and they ended up having to decrease it to like 800k for his benefit and they had to cut a lot of the special effects they had to cut malachi apparently died in a much more interesting way in the original version where he was like dragged into the corn and they had all this special effects stuff going on that they completely cut and made it really simple because that's all they could afford. Hmm. And I know that like Linda Hamilton, who ended up being in the Terminator later, who played Vicky, she was really pissed because like a lot of the stuff that she signed on for was yeah. cut. Yeah. And it was partially Stephen King's fault, but also he did it because he was like, well, you well, fucked with his, my story. It's his story. Yeah. It's his book. It's his creation. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, like, that's one thing I'm going to have to totally agree with him on. Like, he, maybe his version wasn't marketable for the day, but, like, his version was more compelling and would have been more memorable. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, uh, that surprises me. But that now you know, folks, now you know. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Sorry, ex- exit music. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Well, um, this has been our little bonus episode from the Pod Studios at Omni Downtown Austin. Is that what it's called, Omni Downtown? Yes, Omni Austin Hotel Downtown. Mm, we can just call it Omni Downtown. We know what you mean. You can call it whatever you want as long as you come and pay money there. <laughs> Keep me money. And give your money to Jordan Gradale. <laughs> no, this was really good. I think that um, I love the sound effects. Mm-hmm. And now we know how to use it. We could definitely come back. Yes, we'll be if back. They for will sure. have us. We will be back for sure. And we're also going to be looking at by looking. We, I mean, Patrick is going to be looking into some podcast equipment options. I can because look with you. We can look together. Um, I just want us, our, our fans mm-hmm. deserve. Give the fans what they deserve. Quality audio and video at all times. Facts. So, um, if you liked this extra special episode, you can rate it, review it, and subscribe on whatever platform you And tell your you friends. To. Tell and your tell, family. Tell all your friends, all your family. Maybe not your grandma, because she wouldn't like us. But like, yeah, we are not, um, PG. No. All the time. But if you have that cousin we, we who, like, back a little bit. 
If you have that cousin who's like weirdly into horror and like maybe listens to a little bit of like metal music, not that we do that. Like, yeah. you probably like our podcast. <laughs> Are we targeting that audience? That's our target okay. audience. Okay. The metal Perfect. guys. Perfect. Yeah, I love metal music. <laughs> I had to listen to a lot of Christian screamo and Christian mm, metal growing up because fair. I wasn't allowed to listen to the secular stuff. So we we go way back, me and metal. Um, but yeah, uh, review our podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok, yes. Um, and then if you have any ideas, suggestions, if you want to work with us, come on the podcast someday. You need to have a good reason. <laughs> we, we love having <laughs> we guests. We accept everybody. Maybe not everybody, but most, most people. <laughs> most people, yes. Um, yeah, come, come be on. Uh, you can also email us at silentscreamingpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all the ways to contact us, right? Mm-hmm. You can also or come can harass Jordan us? at Omni Downtown. Um, we do have security here, so don't get crazy. No, don't get crazy. Um, but also, you can follow us. We're both on all the socials. Yeah. Um, just find follow us through us. the Silent Screaming Instagram and follow us that way. I won't give yeah. you our whole handles or whatever. Yeah, um, you'll find us. You're smart. And um, don't drink and podcast. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a song. This is the... It, it's breakfast corn. Ooh. It's breakfast corn. <laughs> best kind of corn. It's breakfast corn. The best kind of corn. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs>